uh, surely I must be good for something. And the home of the brave. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 10 of the Hit the Deck podcast, where we're talking deck hockey, street hockey, ball hockey. It's hockey in sneakers, and it is our 10th episode, although not our 10th anniversary, because uh, that will be our next episode. The 10th anniversary of our first episode is our 11th episode. So for all of you who say happy anniversary, don't. Yet. (laughs) Thanks for your warm wishes and keep them to yourself. <laughs> nice way to kick things off, GMAC. Thank Love you. It. Uh, <laughs> I'm feisty tonight. Yeah, well, you know, we're just off of the uh, Rocky, uh, the, the Hockey at Rockies tournament, so mm-hmm. we got a little pent up frustration in us a little bit, I guess. But All right, why don't why don't we get into it? So the starting lineup is as follows. Tonight's starting lineup in goal, as always, I am number thirty five, the American Rhino, Gary McComiskey, and my co-host. On defense, number four, I'm James Sajazi, and just a disclaimer, I'm not feeling so well, so if Mickey Mouse or that goof Harry Belafonte take over for me, my apologies. Oh! Yeah, uh, that's in case my voice uh, doesn't go up to snuff, so that, that's just warning people out there, my nah, apologies. So. It'll be fine, but okay. just on the safe side, why don't we get the on deck out of the way? Let's do it. All right. And uh, like Gary mentioned off air, there are only a couple of topics, but they are jam-packed. So leading things off, post-tournament talk. There's nothing nearly as great as Bob Murphy's happy recap. And if you don't know what that is, may a nun follow you around your place of business ringing a bell. However, Hit the Deck's post-game wrap-up is as good as it gets. Plus, it's complete with an interview of the man behind Hockey at Rockies, Mr. George Kornienko. And it's taxing. April 15th is tax day, so make sure you forcefully volunteer your hard-earned money to the wallet and purse inspector, Erwin R. Scheister. And that is what's on deck. Thank you, James. My pleasure. Thank you, sir. You are quite welcome. All right. So, <laughs> um, so why don't we get into it? How was Hockey at Rockies? I mean, I know because I was there, but I'm going to ask you for the benefit of the listener. Yes, thank you. Yeah, uh, it was last Saturday, and in the Brooklyn area where it was held, it was cold, it snowed a little, it rained a lot, and the street was slippery, but none of us backed down. I whined. Stop whining. But didn't back down. It was a lot of fun, though. I mean, uh, like we said, and as you will hear later on, we did interview George, and uh, it was a great interview, and there's a lot more to... uh, go into with that we did pretty well i mean gary was even recruited by another team so uh you did a little bit better than the rest of us but uh you made the liq very proud i was recruited by a very good team and i barely got the win for them so yeah stop being so humble anybody that was out there it was a nail biter three to two was the final score three to two was the final the the winning goal the game winning goal was scored with like 20 seconds left Yes, that's right. And 
the opposition, their quote-unquote second goal was a complete BS goal because the net was off its mooring and it fell apart too. So in your defense, um, you played very, very well and the team that recruited you took note of that because I believe they beat us in a previous round and also... I believe uh, they made... slaughtered us in a previous round 7 nothing. Yeah, um, and they... Um... But, uh, yeah, you, you, I mean, just you can see how well you do when you have a great team in front of you. So that's more of a slide on myself than my teammates, so apologies there. But uh, you really played great. Like we said, you made the LIQ very proud. And uh, there were quite a few times when the people watching the game, there was coverage too, uh, video coverage of the uh, events at um, Rocky Sullivan's. But, uh, yeah, a lot of people were cheering you and, and chanting your name and stuff, so it was pretty cool. So uh, well done. You were chanting my name. No, That's it. I, I, I was part of the applause and things like that. But, yeah, they, 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 the guys were, you know, way to go, Gary, great save, and this, that, and the other thing. So All right, just, my head was in the game. everybody out there. Really, all yeah, right, yeah, fine, and, thank you. And just in case Jen's listening and, and stuff like that, I'm sure your wife would be very proud of you. So, Jen doesn't pay attention to my nonsense. <laughs> don't, don't kid yourself. Well, well, okay, that's okay. That that means you have a very healthy marriage, right? That, that, yeah, I've I've been cool. married ten years. She's immune to me by now. <laughs> well, we appreciate that she shares you with everybody. So thank you. Uh -huh. But yeah, it was it was as as much fun as promised. Very competitive. The the teams, like we said before, varied from great to first timers out there. And a uh, very loose atmosphere. We made some friends, new friends, hopefully. And I really enjoyed it. The, the, the only thing that was a downslide was the weather. It was just, it was very cold and uh, the rain didn't let up. It was snowing at a few points too. And um, about five days ago, it was at the recording of this uh, podcast. But uh, most of my gear is still pretty much dried out. But it, it, it took a long time for it to completely dry out. As a matter of fact, I have backup jerseys and shirts that were in my bag, which was soaked, and I'm sure Gary's is the same, was the same way. But the jerseys that we didn't even wear were drenched. So. Oh yeah, I had a lot of laundry to do the next day. So. Yeah, um, but uh, there were 12 teams that competed, correct? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was 10 or 12. I don't know. And, and what was that accent that I just broke out? I had a lot of laundry. Where am I from? Well, you, you were watching uh, Monday Night Raw the last couple of episodes, right? And that uh, tag team that hails from the beautiful borough of Queens, right? Uh, oh, you're talking, about, uh, you're talking about Enzo and Big Cass. And, yes. Uh, yeah, you can't teach that. That's right. Um, no, actually, Big Cass is from Queens. He went to my high school, in fact, and uh, although like eight or nine years after I did. But Enzo is from Jersey, so they're, they're both from our area, but... They're not from the same place. Gotcha. Well, that was just to answer where the accent came from. But Soft! <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, we digress. Yeah. But, you know, um, for Team LIQ, which was Gary's team and mine, it was just made up of four guys, uh, five guys, actually. And um, it was you, Rhino Mac in goal, Brett, Chris, and me. So, yeah, that makes four. Um, that, my math that does is make very four. Good. That's okay. And um, the rules in the Hockey at Rockies is that you have three forwards, you know, two forwards and a, and a defenseman if you wish, which is what we did and most teams do, and a goalie. So they are encouraged to have subs, but we did not. But uh, like Gary mentioned, 
when we play in our quote-unquote league, we do adapt to their rules in the Rockies rules being that it's six minutes of nonstop hockey with a two-minute break in between, three periods. And if it's tied, you could go to overtime or whatever the case may be for that. But we kind of conditioned ourselves to that style of play. So we did come out with a couple of wins. And I uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart for as many times as I personally competed in that tournament, I never was on a winning team. So thank you for my first two wins. We walked away with a 500 <laughs> record, two and two. We didn't do too bad. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and like we mentioned before, Gary was recruited by another team. So he is above 500 and well-earned. Yeah, I just press um, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I said I just stood there. They, uh, you know, they did all the work. Uh, I disagree. But anyway, um, uh, another thing being with the weather the way it was and uh, Gary wears glasses and being in goal was even more impressive. How were you able to see? Because I'm sure your your glasses probably fogged up quite a few times with as brutal as the weather was. I know once or twice, but it really wasn't that bad. Uh, actually, my glasses were, since I was outside, the, my glasses were the same temperature as everything else, so it didn't really fog up. Okay, cool. Um, although, I'm glad you mentioned the weather. Just uh, really going back to wrestling for one quick minute. Um, I mentioned uh, a couple weeks ago, I think, about how I added The Undertaker's music to my pregame uh, playlist to, to kind of psych me up. So, And I also mentioned that I have The Undertaker's symbol on my mask. So to kind of get myself in, in the right frame of mind when we started playing or right before we started playing our first game, I, I put on the music as I was putting on my mask and I kind of walked steadily and uh dare i say menacingly over to my goal and as uh, the undertaker's music was playing from my phone uh, as i was walking the wind kind of kicked up and the rain was starting to fall and it was kind of a blowing storm and it, it really complemented the music very well and it got me in a great frame of mind to play that first game it was really cool actually yeah the first game uh you, Brett, and Chris were were hitting on all cylinders, too. Uh, Brett and Chris, who are members of our LIQ, and we appreciated them coming out on such an ugly day to team up with us. And, yeah, they were passing the puck great and finishing shots and uh, really came through in the third period, too. I think we ended up winning that game something like 5-1, to 5 nothing. I think it was 5-1. to one. There was one goal that got scored on me. Uh, there was a guy who told me his name, but I don't remember it. I apologize. Guy, whoever you are, you're probably not going to listen to this, but you were really cool, and you had a, a really good shot. Unfortunately, James never let you get it off, <laughs> but uh, he, did, he did manage to rip one once. It was a really hard slap shot got me five hole and um, I, I tip my mask to that particular gentleman. Yeah, I, uh, I second that too. But yeah, speaking of names and things like that, I, like we said, it's a friendly atmosphere and stuff, but the way the tournament goes, it can be pretty intense. And, and I'm terrible with remembering people's names too, so uh, apologies if I meet you in, in the future and I don't remember your name. So please don't take it personally, but I agree. It was a really cool guy. As everybody there, for the majority of the, the players that participated, were very cool people, very friendly people. And it was a lot of fun. So they're going to do another tournament in October. And again, you'll hear more about that in George's great interview, which will be coming up soon. So definitely check it out. And we encourage you to uh, participate in Hockey at Rockies. It's it's really, it's a lot of fun. It's what uh, the what hockey should be all about. Yeah. And in, at, uh, sorry, Jim. At, at Rockies, in, inside the bar, there were these 
booklets. I didn't really get a chance to look at one, but it was um, from Snipetown NYC. Can you tell me a little bit about that since I didn't get to check it out? Yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Gary. As a matter of fact, like we said, there were some people out there that were covering the event besides ourselves, which we participated in as well, playing that is. Uh, but yeah, Jack Kennelly, I believe his name is from Snipetown NYC. They have a website, www.snipetownnyc.com. And they're mainly a magazine, which is uh, about hockey in the New York area. And uh, it's really well produced. It's it's has a good sense of humor to it. There are great creative pictures in there as well and some interesting stories and it's just basically like what we're all about here at hit the deck it's about the sharing of the love of hockey and uh we even you know invited the the guys of snipe town to join us on hit the deck so we'll see if they are interested in doing that in the future so they can tell us more about what they're all about but you can check it out yourselves in the meantime the website is there and they actually have a physical magazine which you know those things don't exist that much anymore i still have a subscription to sports illustrated and i enjoy reading books and things but the way the times are going those things are going in the way of the dodo but uh it's it's a great it's a great magazine and you would enjoy it and definitely check it out all right thank you james uh, oh. i will put the link to snipe town up on our facebook page Awesome. Yeah, I hope that they uh, get the message and uh, join us on a future Hit the Deck. Okay. All right. So at this time, I would like to send it away to five days ago. And James, take it away. All right. Welcome, everybody. Uh, we have a special guest here today for uh, our uh, podcast. And that's uh, George Kornienko, the uh, man responsible for the Rocky Sullivan's Deck Hockey Tournament. Thank you for joining us, George. I appreciate it. Fellas, thanks for having me. And I don't know about being a special guest, but I'm honored to be on the show. So <laughs> it's all good. No, thank you. We appreciate your, your taking the time for us. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, anybody who promotes the game of hockey is uh, good in our book. Yes, so specifically deck hockey, too. So that's what this podcast is actually all Absolutely. about. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. So uh, for leading things off sure. uh, for our audience, just please tell us what Hockey at Rockies is and how you decided to start uh, sure. deck hockey. Uh, hockey at Rockies, this is uh, now our seventh year, our eighth tournament. We decided to do uh, a fall and a spring one due to the success of the uh, the spring one, and it's just one of those things. Uh, I'm a born and raised Brooklynite, and uh, you know I've loved hockey since I was a kid. I played like all kids. I played baseball, I played basketball, I played football, right. and hockey. I played all of them, with the exception, ironically, of hockey organized. I played CYO basketball, not on a traveling team. Let's get that <laughs> out of the way because that means you're really good. Uh, you know, Pee Wee football, pop corner football, and Little League baseball, like everyone does. But I've always had a you know huge connection. We all grew up playing street hockey together and roller hockey in the front of in the front of the house and everything like that. And uh, it was just something we got to rhetoric. I literally took a look and I know this is a for radio we can't hear or podcast, but right. there's a street here that uh, just had you know street hockey written all over it. I said it's we could fit two things here. Let's see what we do and let's see how it goes. And in uh, 2010 we decided to have the first one. And it's gotten bigger and better every year. And what it was is, like you said, it's interesting you said deck hockey, street hockey. What is this? Everyone said, why don't we do it on rollerblades or roller skates? And my answer was because I'm old and I'll be in the emergency room. So <laughs> that's part of the reason why we decided to do it just uh, with, uh, you know, on deck hockey on foot. But uh, everybody was very receptive to it. And the first year we did it, we did it Hockey Weekend in America. 
And, yeah, so we try to coincide with that. And it was just something, Renault has been developing itself just as an aside too. So it was one of those things, you know what, nothing goes on here. It's a very seasonal place, a lot goes on in the spring and summer. So we said, let's do this in dead of winter. Yeah. Let's do it for hockey hockey weekend in America. That makes great sense. And we had six teams. It was absolutely brutally cold. Right. <laughs> we, had, the water. we had, we made, uh, because we were trying to figure it out, I didn't realize, you know, about it a loop. Uh, about just ordering my like street hockey goals and everything sure. so we we built our own stuff out of PVC and okay. construction stuff and had primitive board systems set up it was freezing it was windy but uh, you know the, your friends will tell you and everyone who's been here there's a lot of teams most teams here have been here since the first one it was so much fun we said we'd do it again and every year it's been a bigger and bigger success more teams uh, now as I said you see we have a little bit better with the jersey barriers but it's really uh, the thing was just like I said to get something going down here and like I said, to promote hockey, and you know, we were talking before we went on the podcast. Uh, the reason I said that is because my line was, which I've used before, all all hockey fans are sports fans. Not all sports fans are hockey fans, and hockey fans are a special breed. And uh, if anyone was here today, you could see with a bunch of teams playing out in the pouring rain, and everybody yeah. with a smile <laughs> on their face, like they were a little kid. So yeah, I think it was, it was snowing wonderful. At one point. Yeah, we did get a little bit of snow too. So <laughs> I hope that sufficiently answers the question. Absolutely, thank you. Thing. Totally, thank you. Um, and uh, speaking of which, with with the streets the way sure. they are, and having the big IKEA over here too. You have to go through a lot of trouble getting permits to block off the street. Well, it's, it's interesting you say it's like anything else. Absolutely. It's, a, it's not a problem. It's just once you, it's like anything else you ever do with anybody trying to do any kind of endeavor. You realize the first time you try to do something is always one of the hardest. Yes. Yeah, because sure. you have to get it off the ground. And then, like anything else in life, you try to learn from your mistakes. But uh, to be very honest with you, when I first broached the idea of it, as I said, this, you know, I was like, well, it just affects the buses, but they could go around. Yeah. And, you know, you have to go through in New York City, you have to go through the community board and the police department, what have you. But as we said, you know, we told them they were very receptive to the idea. So we want to do a street hockey tournament. It's going to be for anybody in the neighborhood who wants to come. It's open to everybody. It's open to kids from 12 to 82. <laughs> you know, we've had guys in their 70s playing it. Yeah. And uh, just if it's, you know, something you're looking to start, Pick a good spot for it. Uh, if anybody ever wants to get in touch with me, I'd be more than happy to give advice on it. But it's just getting the first. The first one is always the hardest one to do. Yeah. But uh, as I said, if once you get your ducks in a row, you will, you know, it, it really helps. And I have a wonderful person who helps me get the permit every year. Our friend Jamie Slater, who lives upstairs above Rockies, helps coordinate it with us too. And is great with the community board and the police department and everything that needs to be done. So it's uh, it's not a huge undertaking, but just be ready to you know do a little do a little homework on it, and uh, it's yeah, not it's not as hard as you think. Okay, great, thank you. <laughs> you said that you had the first tournament about six years ago. December, and, oh, excuse me, February 2010. That's it. Just seems like okay. yesterday. Yeah, yeah right. and you did. You made your own nets and you put up the barriers. But did you have any trouble getting people to play in the tournament? No, that was that, tournament? that was the interesting thing. We put yeah. up a couple of signs, and the first sign. Geez, I wish I could pull it out somewhere, but it was just, you know, if you see the signs now, which have it just says Hockey at Rockies, see George. Mm-hmm. First one we explained four on four, this, that on the street, where it's going to be, and everyone just said, it's a lot to take in, just keep it simpler. Mm-hmm. But uh, we did that, and no, it was like, you know, just from being here, because you watch all sports, but specifically hockey, yeah, sure. and I'm a diehard Ranger fan, I have season tickets, I'm also a diehard nice. hockey fan, oh, but Rich, Rich is a devil fan. Right. 
Pat and Craig, our, our Islander fans, my buddy Greg, who's a Ranger fan, and then with the influx of new people into New York City, there's you know people from all over the place. So it's like, hey, I'm going to run a street hockey tournament, and everyone's like, that's great. So it really, uh, like I said, hockey, getting back to all hockey is hockey. People hear about it, and they're like, oh, this sounds like a lot of fun. So it really, I can't say I sold it as much as hockey, hockey sold, you know? Uh, so if you're uh, if you have season tickets for the Rangers, you had to miss the last game. Today. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. But I'll be I'll be very honest with you. I sold them, so I got money to pay off for the playoff tickets. Oh, so great. it's okay. Nice. No, and good. I also uh, I split them. I'm lucky enough. I split them with three other great guys who were great friends of mine. One of them is Chris, who's here, who's a firefighter, and uh, he was playing on my team today too. So the two of us were we're here rather than being at the Ranger game. So I missed a lot of it out playing. But. We knew they were in the playoffs. Right. I got a burger today. It was very good, by the way. I highly recommend the food here. But, Thank um, you. <laughs> sure. And the waitress was wearing a Rangers jersey. And she said, oh, you're a Rangers fan? She's like, oh, I'm wearing it for my boss. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that would, that would be me. So I try not to be a fascist. <laughs> but uh, it sometimes comes out. Very big of the yes. Well, she I told her there's a couple acceptable jerseys. Sorry to interrupt, guys. You can wear a Ranger oh. jersey. You can wear a Notre Dame hockey jersey. You can wear a USA, USA hockey jersey. Okay. And uh, I guess there's a couple others I'd have to think about. All right. there you go. But those, those three are all acceptable. <laughs> all I happen right. to own all those three of those, so that's why. Nicely done. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, like you alluded to before, yeah. uh, Gary and I have played in uh, quite a few tournaments ourselves. James more than I. Yeah, yeah. We, we think we already know the answer. But uh, officially from you, George, um, yeah. how much has hockey at Rockies grown since you first started in uh, 2010 in terms of teams and players? Oh, and okay. exponentially, only because, like I said, we seem to hover around the, uh, you know, the 10 to 12 team area, but you also get a kick out of it. The first one we did it, we had no subs, and six minutes didn't seem like a long time right. <laughs> until, we, until we undertook it, and we were all like, by the end of the third period, and I'm speaking to hockey people, when you watch a team that's out in a triple overtime, that's what it looked like, but it was only eight minutes into a, a game, you know, yeah. waving their sticks yep. at people. So then we decided, let's get subs, and so on, and like I said, other people have become involved in the neighborhood, uh, at the, the construction company across the street. Those guys were the one. They've got the jersey barriers for us and everything like that. Greg Devola, who's my buddy, who helps me run this. I couldn't do it without him. Greg is good, and like you know, Greg does the, some of the social media stuff, contacts people. Like I said, if it weren't for the lousy military, we would have had more teams. And it's not because like uh, it was because of travel. I think there's a team here. You know, we're in the other end of Brooklyn. There's a team here from out by Santa Riches. The other team that comes in is guys here from Westchester. One of the teams that couldn't make it is out in Jersey, but they might have got snow today. So yeah, right. uh, they'll be here in October. But it's, uh, like I said, every year, like we always say, it, it gets a little bit better. And now, ironically enough, we're, we're talking, as I said, we had mentioned earlier, those guys who have a hockey zine, uh, hockey magazine out here. Uh, they're looking forward to coming to it. And I also had representatives from... Uh, Ironically enough, not plugging it, but from uh, Anheuser Bush from Budweiser's, my Bud reps, two of them played in it, and we're like, we're going to sponsor this next year. Oh, so wow. it's, yeah, it's it's a nice thing. Yeah. So you said, get us some umbrellas, get us tents, get us cups, get yeah, us, really? you know, stuff like that. You know, come in and uh, you know, you know, get the Budweiser girls here mm-hmm. with shirts and you know any hockey stuff they have. <laughs> Congratulations! Yeah, yeah that's great. Well, so that, that's well, I believe that when I see it, but they're good guys. Gotcha. I believe, but I think they will actually. So it's all good. So, and when I, then to be honest with you, too, sorry, no, sorry to interrupt you. Nope. It's really. Uh, it's, it's uh, you know, we're not looking to make this thing into Lollapalooza. It's just, you know, that's part of the reason why this works is, like I said, is it's a tight-knit group that comes back, and the people that come in are wonderful. You know what I mean? Every year it's somebody new, and they say, geez, what a good time. We can't wait to come back. And I think that's important to hold on to that. You know, uh, we're all hockey people, and like I said, you'll see those... Uh, 
Minnesota does that ice hockey tournament. What right. is it? You know, I'm exaggerating, but we'd like to keep uh, some of uh, uh, I guess, you know, the uh, the grassroots level of it. Where the intimacy is too strong of a word. So it's <laughs> intimacy, but just just on the grass grassroots level, keep it as a street hockey tournament. That's fun. And not taken too seriously, you know, like you said, something like uh, sort of what the NHL does anyway, too, but we make up our rules as they go into fly, too, you know, so. It's, well, speaking of somebody who came in as an outsider relatively yeah. recently, I'm very happy, and I'm, I know my team also, we're, we're very pleased that you've been so welcoming, and we really love coming here, and it is a I great time. I appreciate it. Thank you. That's sure, absolutely. It. It's a great and environment. I, and uh, i got to thank my staff for that, too, So because I'm not playing hockey, so that yeah, means well that done. they're doing a good job, too, and everything like that. Well, yeah, so, that's one of the things. The bar yeah. has its own team, so yeah. you're, you have just yeah. as much investment in this yeah. tournament as anybody else. Yes. <laughs> is it this whole thing as much fun as you hoped it would be? Absolutely, and even more that? so. i got to be honest with you. It's something, and I'm not exaggerating this or just saying this to say it. It's something that I really look forward to mm-hmm. twice a year now, where yeah. it used to be once a year and I think if you walked around the room you can you know, people who've returned here will tell you the same thing it's just it's a good day as you can see a lot of people bring their kids here it's just yeah, it's just you know it's just just a fun day you have a couple of beers you eat some pizza you play some hockey watch some television tell some jokes it's just uh it's a really like I said the whole spirit of the day is good you know? yeah and there's good camaraderie between teams I mean it seems for the most part everybody respects each other and everybody's willing to help out another team if somebody is shorthanded or needs a piece of equipment or anything absolutely and I think that's one of the most important things that I'd like to keep it like that too. Listen, we're all competitive. Everybody wants to yeah, win, you know. That's the whole thing. But that's one of the most important things too. I, I, I love about the whole thing as you were saying. It's like, oh, we're going to use your goalie. Okay. And what's nice about that, no one complains and says, oh, geez, that's not fair. Everybody just goes with it, you know. <laughs> right, right. And I think that's that's part of the whole spirit of it too. You know what I mean? It's very important to, like you said, we're, we're all here to have a good time. You know what I mean? It's a Saturday. Everybody's got to go back to work tomorrow, Monday. Got to do yeah. whatever they do. But when you're here, let's enjoy ourselves and let's celebrate hockey. And, you know, said, you guys may or may not agree with me. But like I said, I didn't score this year. Well, this, this, this time I did the early one. But, you know, you make a good play. You do something. You feel like you're 12 years old again. I mean, totally. you, you, get a, you get a total sense of joy out of it that, uh, you know, you really don't. Yeah, well, as a goalie, I never score. So I'm used to <laughs> Yeah, you never know. Don't ever say that. So it's right, really yeah. good. Especially yeah. in this tournament. So it's yeah. all good. But if you make a good save, you know what I'm talking yes, about of course, at the end of it. And uh-huh. one, one other good thing you'll love about it, just the first year we did it, too, and it's just been every year, we sat up there, we played. We missed a guy this year, a guy who's a trumpet player who was supposed to play the national anthem oh, first and bad. stuff like that. But it'll be a next year. But getting back to, like, why we love hockey, it was the first game got played. It was everything like that. And no one had to say a word. Whistle blew, the horn blew, whatever it was. Everybody lined up for the handshake line. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. And when, so that was the first thing everybody did. Game was over. We didn't even talk about it. It Absolutely. wasn't contrived. It wasn't anything. It was like everybody came over, patted each other. And like I said, right. that to me is one of the most important things about it. You That's know, what you do. Great, it's, it's a great thing to see. And it's and as you can see also, it's wonderful because it's a multi-generational thing. And that's what's great about yeah. hockey. The tradition gets passed on. Mm-hmm. Baseball has its own sense of tradition. You know, all sports still. But I think sure. hockey is one of the truest ones that really, really, you know, it hasn't changed much since they were playing, you know, in the 1920s, you know, when they were however many teams played before the yeah, original six. And that's why we appreciate this, too. It's the atmosphere that you developed. Yeah. And, and, yeah, just the, as hockey fans, it's kind of in, entrenched in our heads with the handshakes and stuff. It could be 
what I feel that I find frustrating is that people find it as, oh, you know, there's too much hitting or it's, uh, you know, checking and yeah. it's a violent sport. It's really not. I mean, just case in point right here, yeah. as you're saying. Right, well, this is a no-checking no checking right. event. There is some incidental contact, sometimes oh, a little right. more incidental than not. But uh, as you see, like you said, it's co-ed. You know right, what yeah, I mean? it's, it's true, a, too, yes. And, uh, and that's, it. that's the, you know, like you said, it's it's a great game with no checking, no hitting. And as you said, I love checking and hitting also, too. But so that's not for us in the street. Right, yeah. No, this is dead. This is nice. And then you guys want to play in the beer league, that's what we tell people, you know. Go to that. If you want to fight, go to the MMA gym. You know, that's what this isn't about. You know what I mean? It's it's a wonderful sport. It is. And like I said, it's it's amazing. Like I said, when you get to the... The championship games, you know, that's when it's it's sunny in matches like the NHL or yeah. the NCAAs or any of the minor leagues. You know, the games are three two two one. You know, it's just really yeah. amazing. It's it's you know the, the talent matches itself. It's true, yeah. The cream rises to the yeah. top, and the, the, that's what we were impressed with too, Gary yeah. and I, is that the the level of competition. The teams are good. The players are really good. Yeah, and uh, it's it's a lot of fun because yeah. of that too. It's not. It's, We've had a, we were like some of these guys, we've got everybody from like a bum like me who was just played, like I said, on a high school floor hockey team and played roller hockey in the street and everything, to guys who have like, you know, really played Division One college hockey. We have guys who played for the, uh, which is actually ironically enough today at the Garden after the Ranger game, yeah. the oh, NYPD and the FDNY game. You know, that's sold out. We uh, are at least... My family was going to try and get tickets because we go almost every year, but yeah. it, it sold out. Yeah. We couldn't get it. It's a big event, yeah. you know, which, which is wonderful. And we came into competition with that. I'll try never to do that again, even if we got a good turnout. <laughs> but uh, it was also, too, just case in point, a couple of years ago, team made the finals. A couple was here earlier, Mike and Gina. Uh, Mike's a Long Island guy. She's from Massachusetts. She played college hockey. And Mike's played on some different levels too. Right. And they had friends come down from Canada, and uh, one of the, one of their female friends was the goaltender. And they made it to the finals and barely, and barely lost. And was a, was a tight, tight game. And it was if they would have had a sub, you know, they might have yeah. they might have even won the game. They were in great shape. But like I said, the girl, the the, the female goalie, excuse me, was unbelievable. And Gina herself. Played great. I mean, it was just, you know, it's hockey's hockey, so it's just, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's you know, if it's played right, it's played right. So uh-huh. that's one of the nice things I always tell people, like, what's this tournament like? I was like, you know, and it's not degrading women's hockey by any no, stretch. No, no, not at all. I love it. You know what I mean? Uh, I think women's hockey, you know, is nastier than men's hockey. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's that time to get With the cage, yeah, you know, I love yeah. watching them. They're crazy, you know. <laughs> the Olympics are proving that too. Yeah, that uh, exactly. But you, you, you want to see a nasty hockey game? Watch the women play. USA Canada play each other. Yeah. And you tell me that's a boring hockey game. Uh-huh. Good luck. Good for you. Uh, I watched it the other day. I was watching no. it, you know. Monday night I watched the game at 1 o'clock in the morning. I said, I can't believe I'm up watching this. Yeah, like like uh, you also alluded to before, George. Um, any advice you would like to share on how someone could start his or her own successful deck hockey tournament? You know, speak with your friends. Pick a good spot for it. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be on a street. It right. can be in a, in a community center, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a parking lot, anything like that. And just, you know, as you said, like, it falls back to hockey being like-minded. Uh, speak to a couple of different people. And like I said, mine was just a whim that I thought maybe it'll be a one-off thing. And like I said, it has grown every year and people look forward to it. So if you're thinking of starting it, like I said, the first step is always just, you know, Throw it out there, figure it out, get a space, you know, uh, make sure you have enough room, probably, I would say, to have, <laughs> to have, to have two, true, two, yeah. two rinks going at yeah, once, you right. know what I mean? The first time I, 
think the first time we had one. I think that was the six teams here. We only had to set up one court, and the next time we set up the two courts or a rink, whatever you call them in yeah. deck hockey. I always forget it. Right. Screw up the vernacular. But uh, it's it's not hard, and you'll be surprised at how many, like you said, get the first one off the ground. You'll see what a good time everybody has playing, and then after that, it just rolls along. Yeah. Like you said, we went from one a year to two a year. You right. know? Like you said, it just it changes every year, and you know, and not what everybody has a wonderful time at it. So it's it's all about. Uh, you mentioned earlier, uh, Greg helped uh, you with social media to promote the tournament. How can we find Rocky Sullivan's? Okay. Uh, as I say, I apologize. I'm not the huge social media guy. No, that's okay. But uh, Rocky Sullivan's, we're, we're, we're online. You know what I mean? If you go to RockySullivan'sRedHook.com, uh, you know, that's where all the information is, directions and everything mm-hmm. like that. You can always call the bar. And like I said, it's, it's Rocky Sullivan's is out there. You know, these days with, a, with your smartphone or your telephone, or, you know, you, it's one of those things, you know, hello, Google, yes, Rocky yeah. Sullivan's, what do you need to know? Boom, it pops right on well, give people a reason that they should come here. I mean, we have we have plenty of reasons, yeah. but from your mouth, why should people come to Rocky uh, People should come here because this is our 20th continuing year operating. We were wow. in Manhattan before that. And uh, if you want to have, you know, don't the Irish game throw you off. The pizza's out of this world here. That's what I tell everybody. I've had it. I agree. Thank you. But uh, if you come to Rocky's, like you said, if you have to go to the, the Ikea, you have to go to the Fairway, or you just want to come down and see some good music, uh, watch some sports, it's a, you know, with a perfect sports ball, cold beer, pizza, chicken wings, you know, with burgers. What more do you want? And, uh, you know, we'll try to accommodate you with a, with a television. We only have three of them here, but something's on for everybody. So that's what we try to do. Excellent. Well, we can't thank you enough, George. Uh, this is a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much. Very pleasure. Guys, thank you. And we'll see everybody in October. Hopefully. All right, George. <laughs> Thanks for sitting down. All right, and thank you again to George Kornienko for sitting down with us. We really appreciate it, George. And again, please, if you're in the Red Hook area, patronize Rockies, Sullivan's. It's a great bar, great atmosphere, and I think you'll have a great time. Agreed. And uh, yeah, the food's great there, too, besides the great selection of beers and alcoholic beverages that they have. But uh, Gary, you had the bacon cheeseburger? I did. Well, I had. they, they basically have a hamburger on the menu and they provide a a number of toppings that you can add for additional cost. So I chose bacon and cheese because those are two of my very favorite toppings for really anything, but specifically hamburgers. Yeah. And speaking of cheese, their pizza is really, really good as well. They actually have a brick oven in there and uh, make it on the spot. So Rocky Sullivan's, yes, Gary, I agree 100%. Great place to hang out. And hopefully we'll see you in October when the next Hockey at Rockies tournament is. So from there, uh, like we mentioned, April 15th is tax day. Which is today as this podcast drops on Friday. So uh, get that form in and uh, avoid some penalties from the IRS. This is me speaking on my own behalf. This does not reflect hit the deck in any way, shape, or form. So if you have any problems, please send them directly to me, and you can email us at hitthedeck at gmail.com. The opinions but, expressed by James Sejazi herein do not reflect those of the Hit the Deck podcast or any of their affiliates. Perfect. <laughs> So with that, I firmly believe that paying taxes in this country is painful and quite unfair. The late, great Mr. George Harrison sure let us know it may have been even worse in England. Ah, ah, David Jay-Z. Ah, <laughs> ah, Rhino Mac. Nice. Because I'm the tax man. Yeah, I'm the tax man. Carry on. <laughs> 
My wife is shaking her head at me because, well, I guess she's not entirely immune. Um, <laughs> that was great. Uh, something that's actually worth the blood, sweat, tears, and sacrifices is playing hockey. Uh, deck hockey, roller hockey, ice hockey, and anything else in between. <laughs> like we were <laughs> coming off of the... Uh, and you're working for no one but me. That's actually one of my favorite Beatles songs. You're doing an excellent rendition of it, too. So nicely, nicely done. But uh, yeah, I'm sure Gary will like to share some of his uh, aches and pains from the hockey tournament that we just participated in. And personally for me, Usually, if it's in a tournament or just playing in our own league on a Saturday or a Sunday, it's, uh, I always have back problems, uh, particularly lower back, and my lack of athleticism usually comes back to bite me in the butt as well, but it, hockey is so much fun, it's a blast, and uh, it's great exercise, and like we've mentioned many, many times before in this podcast, uh, what a wonderful sport it is overall, and just being blessed to have the ability to play it in any way. We're not pretending to be NHLers or anything like that, but um, it, it, it's, it's a great benefit. But, you know, if you play it well, uh, you are going to get banged up, and um, you got to make sure that you stretch and you're hydrated, which is a couple of topics that we came up with in uh, podcasts past. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like we said, uh, mainly for me, uh, it's kind of hard to walk a couple of days after playing deck hockey. And, uh, yeah, I have a few new bruises and, uh, and bumps to, uh, they're not really badges of honor, but, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and it's good to keep them to yourself too. No one can see where they are or whatnot, but yeah, it's kind of, and, and on top of everything else, I'm, I'm not feeling very well. So with the, the cold weather and whatnot, stop whining, but it was still worth it. I wouldn't trade it in for anything. So, yeah, I, five days on now, as we record, I'm pretty much healed, but Especially the day after and, and for a few days afterwards, you mentioned my knees. My knees definitely hurt while I played, and my right knee or, or that area of my right knee took a bit of a beating from wearing a uh, knee brace for most of the day. And um, But but my, my legs, my lower back, and even my shoulder, I, I don't know how I hurt it. Maybe I, I dove across and I landed on it at some point or uh, something, but my catching glove shoulder, that was really bothering me for a few days. So yeah, yeah, and just to kind of add to your point, you don't actually have to play well to get banged up. You can, you can play like hot garbage and still get banged up as long as you're exerting yourself. Yeah, that, that that is a good point. Um, yeah, at least make some some kind of effort to try and win. But um, yeah, as we've seen ourselves, that uh, there are teams that can run circles around you, and there's always somebody better or bigger or stronger or whatever. But uh, that shouldn't dissuade you from participating and having as much fun as you can. But it does come with a, a physical price. And uh, uh, speaking of which. Uh, Mr. Yaramir Yager, who is still playing in the NHL by some stretch of the imagination. Yeah, he's, he's not human. No, the man is 44 years old and still playing pretty darn well. And we'll, we'll get into this in future Hit the Deck podcast, but the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs has begun. And, and 
Mr. Yager's team, the Florida Panthers, are playing the New York Islanders in round one. But uh, just getting to the point is I'm 38. I'm going to be 38 pretty soon. I can't imagine what it's like being a 44-year-old and and still playing in the NHL. As we've mentioned in the past, uh, it's a grueling sport. And um, a lot of players have retired because of the wear and tear on their body. So how Yager, he's still a forward and he still skates well. He's still strong and and going at it. But uh, I've never compared myself ever. I wouldn't insult any NHLer to compare myself to an NHL player by any stretch of the imagination. So just to put it in perspective, I'm almost 40 years old and I can barely play deck hockey. How this guy is 44 and can still excel in the NHL is just God bless, man. They they are special human beings, those guys. Yeah, you're not kidding. But uh, but yeah, just just, just to, to to sum up the the taxing thing, at least when you're doing something you love and enjoy, it's worth the the blood, sweat, tears, aches and pains, and and investing in equipment and whatnot. So uh, the IRS is something completely different, but. <laughs> Yeah, that's not something that I, I look forward to. No. Um, the good thing, though, is that April 15th happens to be my parents' wedding anniversary and Jackie Robinson's MLB debut with the Brooklyn Dodgers. So in my mind, at least, that overrides tax day. So those are good, positive things. All right. Cheers to uh, the, the Sajazis and uh, Mr. Robinson. Here's to you, Mr. Robinson. No word on whether April 15th is Erwin R. Scheister's birthday, though. It isn't? I, I, I don't know. It's unconfirmed. <laughs> I don't want to go near Washington or, or uh, the IRS building, so I'll just keep my nose out of that. Erwin R. Scheister being the father of current WWE superstars Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas. No kidding. Yes, sir. No wonder why Wyatt's so messed up. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Last minute remaining in the podcast. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so let's wrap this bad boy up, this uh, Hockey at Rocky special episode. So thank you for listening to our 10th episode. That's not our 10th anniversary. We'll get that next week. And I hope you'll join us for that because I want to say it's going to be really special. It probably won't, but I'll say that anyway because, you know, join us next week for a really special 10th anniversary episode. And of course, a special thank you to Anthony Sajazi for the music, Pops for being the voice of the podcast, the LIQ for sound effects. Please, if you want to get in touch with us, if you want to suggest a topic, if there's something you want to call us on or if there's something you want to chat with us about, please contact us at hitthedeck at gmail.com. Hit us up on our Facebook page or our Instagram at hitthedeck. And of course, on Twitter, we are at hitthedeckpod. Subscribe on iTunes or any number of other places. James, anything you want to add? Yeah, and uh, if you're listening and you did play in the Hockey at Rockies tournament or if you're from Snipetown, uh, please, we'd love to hear from you and your point of view of the tournament as well. All right, so from us, all of us, all both of us here at Hit the Deck, we want to bid you a fond adieu. And of course, remember, it's deck hockey. Don't be that guy. Thanks, everybody. Sometimes I worry she's going to hurt herself rolling her eyes at my nonsense. I'm concerned. I'm a concerned husband.